0: Hello everybody.
1: Hello everyone. Every one, one, yeah. one.
0: Should we start again? One. We'll start again. Delete. Hello everybody. Hello everyone. Yeah, that's much better. This is our twenty-sixth k- take. Now let's see. I just said that wrong. This is our twenty-seventh take. <laughs> We're having a hard time getting started tonight, but this, nevertheless, is, of the course, two half squads. Yes, the one and only podcast that is de- is dedicated. Let's start again. <laughs> Twenty-eight. The one and only podcast <laughs> dedicated. I'm going to call it 100%. I'm just going to go out on a limb. Look, we've got a lot of people exaggerating in our world these days and telling untruths. So I'm going to join up on the bandwagon. This is the most popular podcast in the world. We're huge. Huge. We do a tremendous job. Mostly. And this is the only podcast dedicated to Advanced Squad Leader. The greatest
1: game in the world, and it's probably... All of the hi- world, including Russia. Probably hyperbole,
0: isn't it? Yes. Hyperbole. It's Hyperbole. And this is episode... 202. Yeah. Pretty significant. If you're into numerology, this probably means something, but I'm not, so I don't know.
1: Well, if it was 222, it could be like that TV show from the 60s.
0: I loved that show. I was a big fan of Room 222 Who with Lloyd th- Haynes. Wow. And Karen Valentine. Karen Valentine, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's, it was on an early episode of that that I first saw Chuck Norris. There was an episode with Chuck Norris. Oh. And it was, that episode inspired me to take karate, and I actually, (laughs) so this was in about eighth grade, and I went to the bookstore, and I got a couple of books about karate, and I took them home and secretly studied karate in the basement, secretly, (laughs) And I got a duffel bag and stuffed it full of old carpet pieces. And I'd be punching that secretly in my basement, turning myself into a killing machine. (laughs) Because I knew that that's what chicks dug.
1: Not because you felt threatened by local bullies or anything?
0: No, I was never bullied. But I was not a big kid either. I was always, you know, for some reason, I was usually one of the last kids ever picked for stuff in gym class. Have we talked about this? You know, I don't actually think we have. Yeah. Not in gym class. Yeah, in gym class, I was I was picked last a, a lot of the time. Even though I could do more pull-ups than anybody in the class, could you? Yeah. Could you now? Yes. And I could run the you know the relay race you know the thing you do back and forth with the erasers. Uh huh. Yeah, I was always in the top three or four in the class.
1: Huh. But you didn't play sports on. The I sports didn't play team. sports. That is why. Yeah. They didn't know you was they that. No. I was always picked near last.
0: Really? Yeah. No. N- near,
1: well, middle. I mean, they liked but me. But you were
0: a popular guy. Yeah,
1: so they liked me enough to put me on their team at some point yeah. above the other guys. But, yeah. you know, no no s- extreme talent there by any means on, on my part. I was not athletic, and I played football.
0: Yeah, well, that's um, athletic. Yeah, but I was... Did they say about our first football game? I didn't even go to the games because it was too much work. <laughs> It's like, I got to walk. all Did
1: the I time. tell you about in college when we nominated me as the Acacia athlete of the month?
0: No, what's Acacia mean? It's the is that fraternity. like vacation only? Oh.
1: Rome, Roman letters, Greek letters, A-K-A-K, but it's oh. Acacia, the plant. It's the only fraternity to have a full word for its uh, name instead of the just letters. Acacia. I did not know that. And My son is in the Acacia chapter at Illinois State right now, and, I, you know, they're probably all listening. It was funny, Hi, no, guys. <laughs> I, no coincidence. I didn't push him to get in a frat. I'm kind of like, oh, maybe he should stay away from them. Um, and he wanted to rush, and so he was rushing, and he met my fellow acation from Illinois Westland as the chapter advisor. Oh, no kidding! So I, I went down what? for his initiation, and you know, Jim McDermott, my other friends, Rick, yeah, they were all acations. Oh, they were
0: okay. Yeah, that would explain their weirdness.
1: We nominated me, and I think I told this before on the air as athlete of the month, and we we took my photograph and snuck it in and put it up with a list of achievements. That <laughs> was like, he walks to class every day. Thought about going out for the tennis team. Ran from the police once. <laughs>
0: That's achievement. We stuck that up there and stapled
1: it on up. into the, oh, the yeah. know, They had those divider boards that were all around the commons or the whatever. Yeah. And we got a letter. They tore it down after about two oh. days. They found it.
0: Oh. <laughs> so, Acacians have so no sense house. of humor. Is yeah. that
1: it? No, the, no, no, not the Acacians. The Greek. Uh, oh, like the uh, coordinating. Zeus and, and those t- guys? No.
0: <laughs> the head Greeks. <laughs> the... Fraternity and sorority yeah. organizing yeah. The,
1: the whole competition committee. Oh, I see. And we got a note saying you were making a mockery of the uh, oh. athlete of the month contest. <laughs> Don't want to do that. So we were not an athletic house either. But anyway,
0: did you go outside in the winter and throw the football around when it was like forty below? Because oh. that was cool, and that would get and chicks dug it oh,
1: without our shirts on. No, yeah, I didn't go shirtless oh. ever.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: man, boobs. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I never Used to did. to care
1: in those days. Now I don't. Yeah, I never did either. That's why I'm not wearing a shirt now. In addition to the yeah, pants, yeah, Yeah,
0: really. It's a good look, Dave. I notice how really thin you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At some point in your life, just don't give a darn yeah, anymore. Yeah, you don't.
0: You know. Well, how did we get on that?
1: I thought I was going to tell another story in the middle, but um, am being picked on the teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and bullies. Yeah. Yeah, bullies. I can tell my bully story too. And karate. So I'll skip that.
0: Right. And Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> so about twenty years ago, I met Chuck Norris. He was doing a book signing in a Barnes and Noble, over at Randhurst, and I actually went and bought his book, and shook his hand, and I said, "You changed my life, Chuck." Back in room two twenty two. I don't know if you remember that. And He said, "Oh, I remember that. That was a long time ago." Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> It was one of my proudest moments of my otherwise really dull Did life. Did I tell you I met, I met Donald Chuck Sutherland Morris. in Ireland? Yes. <laughs> and I fell for that. Did you didn't tell the listeners? It looked like him.
1: Yeah. So this guy was walking along and he looked like Jeff and like Donald Sutherland because Jeff kind of looks like Donald Sutherland. A little better looking, actually.
0: We both have gray hair, anyway.
1: <laughs> so we took this picture of this guy and texted it to Jeff, going like, oh hey, look, here's a guy that looks like you, or what? something. We thought was Donald, it was you, it was, and, and it, then was it was Donald Down Sutherland.
0: <laughs> and, we got his, and you said we got his autograph.
1: Yeah, and, no, you asked, did you get his autograph? Oh. Yes, you asked. I, oh, and okay. we said, oh, yeah, sure, we did. Yeah, of course. Well, I thought he was kidding, because Jeff would always come back with a comment like, did you get his autograph? Even if he knew we were making it up. That's why I thought uh. that was legit. And, uh, yeah, then we saw him last week, and Laura, my wife, and... I were talking, Jeff, right? You were like.
0: Yeah, I was like, hey, show me the autograph. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the autograph of Donald, Donald Sutherland.
1: <laughs> we were like, we were kidding.
0: Ah. So I told you that, that
1: heartbroken. story about the Frank Zappa and Leon Redbone. And Leon Redbone, my friend Marty said he wears these sunglasses. He has the big oh, Zappa right. mustache. Yeah. He wears hats. He's very mysterious. And I'm like that's ridiculous. Do you think he's Frank Zappa, an alter ego? And he goes, "Well, look him up." And we looked him up and we couldn't find any information on him in the rock and roll rock and roll uh like Hall of Fame book. It it said like Leon Redbone very little is known about him and I'm like, "Wow, maybe it is Frank Zappa doing concerts on the side as Leon Redbone." <laughs> and you know, I wouldn't put it past Frank Zappa, yeah. would you? No. So my brother-in-law in Ohio was going to see Leon Redbone live. Yeah. And later I I told him the story about Frank Zappa. And so we got a ticket in the mail sent to our house after the concert signed saying, Dave, Zappa's dead. I'm not signed Leon Redbone because Zappa had died in the between there. And some people were saying he faked his death. (laughs) So anyway, I was kind of believing that ticket but i thought jeff told leon redbone the story and he
0: oh and he went went along along with with it as kind of a joke and said
1: look i'm not frank zappa years later and i told the story to the kids at school and stuff (laughs) and to other people a decade later my brother-in-law goes dave i signed that (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't signed by leon redbone that's hilarious i signed I thought you Decades knew. later, I was kidding. Yeah, yeah dec- I think it was at least ten years.
0: Yeah, that is funny how you you live with those stories, thinking they're true, and dog on it. Here's Leon now. <laughs> is that Leon? That's Tiny Tim.
1: No, that's Leon. A the willow tree. That is Leon Redbone. He's got good style.
0: Anyway. <laughs> well, what's next, Jeffrey? Interesting. Well, we've got a show. Okay. This is show number two oh two. We're gonna be talking about Advanced Squad later. We're going Any to minute have
1: now. Have some
0: interviews. Yeah, we've got some great interviews coming up, some uh, leftover stuff. Not leftover, it's prime stuff. (laughs) We got a lot of prime stuff when we were at the ASL Open, but we can't just, you know, dump it all out there at once. So there'll be some of that in this show, and we've got some uh, other stuff coming up. What's in the box? We don't want to give away
1: everything. Are we going to do letters first? Let's do. He does look like Zappa.
0: He does. Wow.
1: That must mean it's time for letters.
0: Go grab the kids. Bring them all around. Sit in a circle, join hands, and be ready to enjoy some great letters. It's No swears, none of the time. if we could get Adam to play Africa on the uh, xylophone. That's very popular right now. Africa, everywhere. It's all over the news. It is? Yeah. It's just made a huge resurgence as a popular song. Well,
1: I have a letter, Jeff, from Stephen Banks. Oh. He says, As I replace not sell off my ASL modules. Would we still want the older... Oh, this is just for us personally. yeah, uh, you know, you know, Just a chance to play while in the Philippines. He's call- Oh, he enjoyed us calling the Avalon Hill phone number and said keep up the great work. And if we ever sell t-shirts again, he will pose in front of the MacArthur Monument in the Philippines. Oh. To see if how far south we can get that t-shirt.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd love put. to see that
1: anyway um steven thanks for checking in and uh yeah if you're replacing your modules we would take some for the sh- for the show speaking of which jeff it does remind me that we have well some prizes
0: yes we do we have actually we have
1: yanks oh we've got yanks the new yanks because mark woods donated it
0: did he really yeah is I mean, he jettisoning he his...
1: He accidentally ordered two.
0: Oh, okay. And He's still playing ASL. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Actually, okay. we
1: played this week. We'll
0: I thought maybe after... I knew, I knew you were playing him last week. Yeah. but he And had I laid thought off maybe after, after that, he decided oh. to quit.
1: <laughs> no, but he had taken a break. Oh, okay. Before that. I think yeah. that's what you're thinking. Yeah, I remember that. But anyway, that... Yeah,
0: because he was starting to... Be, he was a swimsuit model for a while, wasn't he?
1: <laughs> yeah. So that would be a big prize, and he saw it in my room and he was like oh there's the yanks i'm like yeah actually mark i kind of feel like it's too good to just be a prize on our show
0: (laughs) our show is not good enough for such a wonderful (laughs) prize
1: but we actually have a a little stack of stuff and we'll have some of that critical hit stuff into yeah right so how about two shows from now new contest
0: yes all right so Let that be, uh, we'll say that right now. In two shows, we'll have a contest. One of the prizes is going to be a copy of Yanks. Mm -hmm. Is it new and unpunched? Yep.
1: Shrink wrapped. Wow. Tell tell your friends who want to get a copy real cheap.
0: Yeah. And who don't listen to this show. If you have friends like that. I don't keep friends that don't listen to this show.
1: (laughs) But do you have a letter?
0: I do. You mean a paper letter?
1: Oh, you have a paper letter. Yes. This came by snail mail.
0: We haven't opened it yet.
1: mail letter. Jeff's going to open it live on the air.
0: Addressed to the two half squads, Kara Dave Kleinschmidt. It's a Hallmark. And the award goes to... No. Oh, it's an anniversary card. Happy 10th anniversary. Woo! Today is a good day to look back, to look ahead, and to celebrate. Happy 10th. Happy 10th anniversary to ASL's favorite couple, uh, team, half squad, MMC, etc. Wow, an actual That's anniversary from, card. Yeah, an actual anniversary card. That's from Dennis Donovan. Isn't that sweet? Thank you, Dennis. And it, you know what? It, it take a... It just smell... Doesn't it smell mm, like Dennis?
1: It does. And like flowers.
0: Yeah. And cinnamon. <laughs> Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. You know,
1: I still have a lot of those letters that that guy was sending to us real early. Oh, do you? Like from PETA. Yeah. Uh,
0: and Yeah.
1: Well, we <laughs> keep all of that The stuff. one from Patton, General Patton. We put those in the uh, Two Half Squads vault. I have a letter from Will Hutton. Jeff, it's really not about ASL, but Jeff had wondered about some space games. Hey, it's a show. I did, yeah. It's all ASL, except when we talk about space games, but he recommended a few. Uh... John Butterfield's Highly Anticipated Game is coming up at the end of GMT's P500 Lifecycle. Space Empires 4X, also from GMT, is back in print with two expansions and some solo scenarios. I mm-hmm. think okay. she would love that. Yep. Leaving Earth by Joe Fatula is a nice mix of a board game and card game. Looks beautiful on the table, suitable for solitaire, cooperative, or competitive play. Oh, competitive cooperative. That's what
0: I'm all after.
1: Cooperative. Oh, cooperative, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Doesn't Robbie like cooperative? She does, yeah. And it covers the space race of the 1960s. It's mm. his favorite, but it's not a counter-based game. I know but how that turns
0: out though. Well, yes. We were, we won. The Russians <laughs> lost. You know, <laughs> shameful loss. Don't, don't don't badmouth Russia. I'm not badmouthing Russia. They're just it's just their space race was a complete uh, failure sputnik i mean first in
1: space yep. who did it we did the soviet
0: union now that's very good thanks you know and you look a little bit like Alexei Kosygin. oh i do yeah you do actually
1: oh he got kissed double on the cheeks when they sent him off into space was that the one that went in the spaceship
0: no no he was uh he was the premier when uh, kennedy was in office Kosygin? Yeah. No, it was Khrushchev. No, I think it was Kosygin. Oh, yeah, Khrushchev was Yeah, that's there. what you mean.
1: I look like Khrushchev. I do. Yeah,
0: well, let me see. I do. I look like
1: his son. Do you know, I tell the kids, I have an events of the day on the board. One of the days they launched a dog into space.
0: You're right. You don't look like Alexei Kosygin. <laughs> I'm just looking him up.
1: But they launched this dog into space on a certain day in history, you know, as part of the space race. Yeah. The four humans. Yeah. And I put that on board. And then I go... Um. Yeah, that one didn't go so good, you know. Like, they didn't have him in a space capsule or anything. They just kind of launched him <laughs> into space. Man. It's always a couple of kids go, what? 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 Why
0: would they do that? That's yeah, horrible. That is horrible.
1: No, I'm just kidding. Don't be mean to he dogs. He was in a little doggy space suit in a little capsule.
0: It's still horrible. That dog did not know what was going on. Oh, now that's like sitting little... your kids' we're well, gonna get come... another letter from Peta, yeah we <laughs> we probably will. <sighs> All right, we've got uh, who's uh, which letters next?
1: Oh, uh, I just did the blogger content. I can't
0: believe them. how much going above that like Alexei Kosygin you don't look. <laughs> yes, I look. Did like I get like lost somewhere shelf. in that sentence. There's a period there somewhere. Yes, yeah, so I have a letter here from Mark, Patrel. Hi. Hi. I've just discovered your podcast and I'm trying to catch up. There's a little issue. When I load your podcast in my app, either iTunes, Podbeam, or other, it shows only episode 100 through 200 and the extras released in between. Also, the 100 through 110 are not in correct order. If I go to the website to listen to those old ones, which is not a big problem, but when I close it, it loses the position, whereas in, the, in a podcast app, it keeps track of where you've been. So, do you think you could have a look at it? And my answer is no.
1: Oh, because? Can we enlighten anyone?
0: I, I can't figure it out.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I don't know why. All right. Yeah. There's your answer, Mark. Sorry, yeah, sorry. it took so long. <laughs> I can't figure out. I have looked at it, and I know uh, between 100 and 110, we were doing something there. I can't remember what. We were re- doing some reorganizing, and they were... Being reloaded out to everybody's podcatcher, and it was just kind of a mess, so we stopped doing it. Anyway, you'll have to go to our website or just download them and play them that way. Sorry about that.
1: Well, we'd like to take this time to let you know that this podcast is Ooh. brought to you by yes. our wonderful sponsor, Ritter Creek. We love Ritter Creek. We love Ritter Creek. And uh, Go to
0: RitterKrieg.com and order some stuff.
1: What kind of stuff do you get there, Jeff?
0: Well, you can get ASL products like modules. You can get stuff from LeFranc Terrier, from Bounding Fire Productions, and other fine purveyors of fine ASL products, including MMP stuff, of course. And Derek will happily fill your order quickly and send it to you with shipping at no extra charge. That is, in that line on your invoice where it shows shipping, there will be some zeros and a dot and then more zeros. But we do ask that you order generously and don't order
1: little things that little. cost
0: more to ship. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's right. And Ritter Creek is now carrying all the
0: La Yep. Which is pretty nice. And it's a great place to go to find a lot of different ASL products rather than going to a lot of different websites.
1: mundo, And the show is also brought to you by our great listeners. Like our new patron, Dirk. Thank you very much, Dirk, for your very generous um, Patreon donation, or was he using the other method? Well, you could, it's Patreon, you could also do a one-time donation or anything else you care to do, listeners.
0: Yeah. We like it. And we have one other
1: big-time corporate sponsor, Jeff. Bounding Fire Productions. Yes, we do. Bounding Fire Productions.
0: They get the double bell.
1: Maker of massive ASL products. It will take you a long time to play all the scenarios packed <laughs> into any of them. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm obsessing about going back and playing. Mark and I started Battle of the guards again.
0: Oh, did you yeah, really?
1: And now I want to finish into now what, the, what no, that wasn't you to go back. multi-man publishing because right. Mark and I were doing them, and then he took his break. Okay, so you so, were still in the midst of those, you know, kind of like well, let's just do that yeah and then i'm thinking oh tom left and i still have all those into the rubble right about a third of those left and yeah so earlier when we were talking about my boring busy day of errand running and oh yeah that low, was dull
0: life. <laughs> let's please don't start talking about that again please i was thinking like i could be spending that time playing all the scenarios yeah. <laughs> in and which one was i thinking of Um, Dave was sort of, um, because he's off during the summer, he was sort of thinking about what it's going to be like when he's retired and his day, he described his day to me and it was horribly dull. Boring. I wrote my pointless. pointless. Oh, don't disagree.
1: you know Ran we did errands. errands? Yeah,
0: you know I waxed my ears. You know I clipped my toenails. Uh, yeah, someone has to get the groceries. Stuff like that. Yeah, I got the groceries. Folded all the bags very neatly. Oh, lined up. Look, oh, laundry. reorganized this spice rack. You know, put everything. No, in but I but I actually order. do that. Yeah, almost. I mean, so yeah, don't do that if you're going to retire. Play just a lot of that, ASL.
1: That's my problem. I didn't spend any time yeah. today doing yeah. painting minis. Organizing minis, right? reading a new, the rules to a game I got I'm yeah. waiting to get to, or going through some scenarios and setting up some defenses, yeah. getting ready to play with someone else. So why Indeed. is that?
0: Is it? Could it be that you're a little bit thinking of what your wife will say <laughs> <Wait>, when <what>, she... <laughs> Because yes. when she says, What did you do today? You say, Well, I clipped my toenails, I organized the spices alphabetically and I folded all the all yes. the yes. grocery bags. She'll say, Good job, Dave, yes. here's your steak.
1: And you know what? She would actually let me take some time for myself, absolutely. Oh, she would? Yes. Yeah. So I gotta just quit thinking that way. That's yeah. what I'm thinking.
0: Isn't that funny how we yeah. we're like that? We're we're free men. Yeah. We could do whatever we want. We're all grown up. Yeah.
1: I would have support.
0: Just yeah. Do a few things for that. She's the not household. gonna divorce you if be, you
1: right. Painted some minis today. Yeah.
0: I painted it.
1: Yeah. So that was our Bounding Fire production yeah. ad.
0: We got a letter here submitted right to our uh, website from our website contact form from uh, Louis, Louis Paddle, who Louis. writes Just came across something that may be of interest to Dave. More than once while listening to past two Half Squads episodes, I have heard Dave mention. I've heard Dave mention it. Uh, shall we say a preferred method of cheating? Move a squad <laughs> 12 hexes. I know Dave has never played the original squad leader, but what from, from what I've read of the rules of that game, it technically was possible to move 12 hexes. The original squad leader had four movement factors for multi-man counters and six movement factors for leaders that we know and love in ASL. However, road movement was different than what we know and love in ASL. Instead of a bonus hex for movement along a road, road hex movement was one movement factor unless you had the road... Unless you're going road hex to road oh, hex. hex. I think that's what he's saying.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, in that case, it was half a movement factor. Thus, when with a leader, a squad could move 12 road hexes in one movement phase. With this quirk, will Dave switch to squad leader? perhaps both necessitating a new podcast so you guys would have to come up with uh, a new title there's no half squads in SL yeah and,
1: and and no we wouldn't but um did anyone ever do a squad leader
0: podcast no not that I'm aware of I mean I've, and I've,
1: are guys still pl- a lot of guys still playing it I wonder
0: I think there are still some players of it but I've got to think that the overwhelming majority have switched ASL
1: yeah well, we also got a great donation from Louis
0: yeah thanks Louis our friend Alan Hume from Scotland congratulations on 200 I'm not (laughs) even going to try it (laughs) congratulations on 200 episodes guys I surfed over to your homepage the other night as soon as I saw the post on Facebook saying that episode 200 was up I haven't listened to it all yet, though. I keep falling asleep before the end. Ha ha. That's what I get for listening to the podcast when I go to bed. What an achievement. Ten years of ASL goodness. It really is quite something, guys. And I'm sure I've said it before. You really do make a big difference to people's lives. You make a big difference to mine, anyway. I really look forward to the new episode every month. So here's hoping you guys will decide to keep on going and do some more. Maybe you'll have more time once you retire next year. Congratulations on that, too, by the way. That's pretty awesome in itself. I hope you're going to review Flames in Hatton when it arrives. Mm-hmm. We Definitely will. Definitely will.
1: We'll be getting that from Ritterkrieg. Yeah.
0: There's so much coming out in ASL. Uh, at least that's how it feels, anyway. Red Factories and all the rest. I pre-ordered with Black Lion Games. That's my friendly local game store. <laughs> Must be in Scotland somewhere, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. And I'm looking forward to their release. Anyhow, I'm waffling. Just wanted to say thanks once again for your efforts and congratulations on hitting Issue 200. Best wishes, Alan Hume, Edinburgh, Scotland. Thank you very much, Alan. Sending kisses across the big ocean to you, Alan. Always like hearing from you. Glad to know you're out there and still enjoying the show. (laughs) And that's it for letters. I think you found your calling, Dave. Guess what, Dave? Guess what time it is? Hey, what time is it? It's time for What's in Der Boxen. Hmm. I don't know how many different ways we can try to say what's in the box.
1: A lot. And Jeffrey, you received some donated items. Telling you, tell your producer friends to get their stuff over to the two half squads. Contact us.
0: We will review your stuff. If you want it back, just send us an envelope with a... Yeah, your postage, and we'll send it back.
1: But you really wouldn't want your stuff back. No, um, I mean, it's um, better to donate
0: it. Heroes
1: forever. This is a note from on the back of the of the product. What what is the ASL comp, Jeff? What do you think that means?
0: I, I'm guessing. Now, this is stuff that was donated, sent to me by uh, Ray Tapio from Critical Hit. Critical Hit and ASL. ASL Comp, the only thing, it's kind of a logo that they put on the front of the products, and I'm guessing it just means ASL Compatible Products. It sure looks like it is. They yeah. so uh, you know, sent us five think, or six items, which is very generous of them. Yeah, and what I'm gathering
1: here is, I remember this Hero Packs that could come out earlier, but I, I didn't get them. Um, earlier from... 2000 and... From Critical Hit? F- yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I think it was early 2000s. Back in the old days. 2005-ish, around December 1st. (laughs) Yeah, right around there. No, it was 2005. And it seems like this is a reissuing. So what he's written on the back here, um, with all known errata, input and freshened up with the artwork that we've had commissioned in the interim, um, plus other color flourishes that bring us to the OOP Hero Packs 1 through 4. Okay. And we have 2 through 4, right? Yeah. What's the OOP? I used to know this. Out of the box? or out, a, I don't know. Um, original... Some I don't know. I'll look it up. Bevy of designers took part. You'll find three new names harvested from the credits at the contributor list at the tactical level gaming site, now at about 150 men. So there's no mistaking the sets are ready to ship late next week. Well must have shipped. They're heroes one, two, and three and four. New packaging, all the updates mentioned above, art or and so on, otherwise as designed, using standard boards from your collection. Can you see what boards it is? Is it your say the same thing?
0: Yeah, boards 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, to 10, 21, 32. Nothing you don't own. Yeah, that's what it says. About 200 hours of plane, 280 hours of playing time. With 36 scenarios in these
1: four hero packs. Yours, right. number three, is that specific to any place in history? Because... The original yeah, here, one was Jungle Heroes. Yes,
0: Heroes Pack Number Three has a subheading of uh, Java to Luzon, which is in the Philippines, and so this, these are all actions uh, with the Imperial Japanese Army fighting the Americans and British. And there's uh, eight scenarios, ten scenarios here. What did we say? Twelve. So using board 41 and 40 and 47, right. So all the boards, all the normal boards, none of the exotic boards.
1: Yeah, which, again, for you players who don't have all the additional materials or boards, uh, limiting these packs to that number is a good idea.
0: Yeah. And these are very nicely printed, good quality paper and all that.
1: Except are yours all restricted to those boards he listed on the back cuz I have other boards in my pack.
0: Well, I've got uh, no, I've got other ones here too. 36, 37, 43, 2 yeah, 22, two. 42, 34. So there's okay. a, a lot of So there's of more boards. than so, just those. Yeah. Yeah. And it, pretty much what you would expect. In the Pacific, there's not a lot of uh, armor in this. It's going to be mostly infantry, like I say, Japanese against uh, elements from the United States Army, from the Australian Army, and the British in all of these actions between Java and Luzon in the Philippines. All relatively short, you know, six, about six to seven turns.
1: Do you find heroes on that particular scenario? Which one are you looking uh, at?
0: Let's see. I'm looking at Down Radio Road.
1: Now, that one, Mr. Mark <coughs> had said that um, that's a fun little scenario and a classic Down Radio Road HP-17. Oh, is that right? He found that the pack is actually a good value and well worth
0: trying. Oh, So
1: maybe we should try all these. How
0: about that? Yeah. Add this to the stack.
1: Yeah. Short. I got a lot of short ones. Now I'm looking at a different... Do you have heroes in your OBs?
0: Well, uh, yeah, I see. At least in this one, there's one American hero in here. And that's the only one I see.
1: Uh, Look at the other scenarios. They don't have a hero in every...
0: Maybe they've got one in... Looks like they've got one in every one, yes. I would
1: bet. Heroes Pack 2... Is the maelstrom? It seems to be forty-one to forty-four. It's Russia and Lithuania and yeah, Eastern Front stuff. All apparently German-Russian. And I have eight scenarios in mine. No, I have must. Well, they're they're numbered. Um, what's well, pack two? So the numbers are off of just number one through eight. But I also find uh, some heroes in in every one. One has a raft crossing, a a a three-and-a-half turn game with some small rafts. Might be a good opportunity to practice, learn the rafting rules. Right. The Mud Rats and Moldavian Massacre is a hero on one of the armies. One of these I looked at had three heroes on one side. That's kicking up your hero yeah. options. Four and a half turn scenario, Radio Wars. You had Down Radio Road. HP 13 is Radio Wars. Has the motorcycles, it's PSWs, boards B and D. I believe those are the um, deluxe size boards designed by David Lamb, David Porterfield, Mark Porterfield, Glenn Hausman.
0: Are these all people we should have on the show?
1: Yeah, um, a lot of them we have. Uh, Dave Lamb we should have on the show. Yeah, Very famous. we should. Very famous. And uh, didn't we interview Glenn? He did the zombie packs and sent us some stuff. Oh, him. yes, right. And you have pack number four. What's pack, pack number four, four is digested.
0: subtitled Grudge Match. And this takes place in Italy. All of these scenarios take place in Italy, as I like to say it. Enunciate. And actually, a couple of these do kind of look familiar. Again, they're all about six or seven turns. This one, uh, yeah, I've got several here designed by Dave Lamb. There's one designed by Chaz Argent. There's one designed by some guy named Pitt Cavage. Never heard of him. (laughs) Scott Holst. Uh, Glenn (laughs) Hausman.
1: Interviewed a lot of those boys. Les Kramer.
0: Yeah. Um, And let's see if there are heroes in all of these. Yep, there's American heroes in this. Well, let's see. There's British. British and the Germans. Here's uh, British and the Vichy French. Tin cans, tin hats. Very short four-turn scenario. And less than a board. Yeah, less than... Less than half a board. Yeah. Board 12. Operation Mm. Ice Bar. Germans against the British. Sweet Surrender with the Italians against the... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Allies against the Italians. And the Italians against the Americans. In Winter Storm and then Bad, Bad Gun. Italians against the British. A Hollow Victory. French against the Italians. That looks like fun. And Grudge Match. The Vichy French against the Americans. Oh, I like this. And this this one takes place, I said they were in Italy. Not all of them are in Italy. This particular one is in uh, Algeria. I thought that kind of looked familiar. Oh, and there's one here in Russia. Germans against the Russians. How'd that get in there? Brandenburger Bridge? Yeah, Brandenburger Bridge.
1: That's a very classic scenario from a different uh, place. Oh, HP bonus scenario, he's yeah, called it. So they right. added some new scenarios in. Um, so maybe that came from the early critical hit magazines and I was getting all the scenarios yeah, early, maybe. early in my career. But they, it was uh, probably just reissued then, I'd assume. But. Um,
0: and another uh, <clears throat> flip side of that, another HP bonus scenario, Scots at a standstill. Germans against the Commonwealth forces in Sicily. So, and again, we thank Ray for sending those over to us. Yeah,
1: um, that's a good group of designers, and I'm looking at something online. Some people are saying this pack's a pretty good pack overall that you might want to invest in. I like the crisp design layout. Um, Someone's pointing out that the Scots at a Standstill was actually a reissue of a Different scenario, House of Pain, Hmm. but it's one of the bonus scenarios. Yeah, and um, only one of them takes place in the desert boards. It looks like there.
0: Yeah, that Algeria one probably. So some
1: good reviews on these. Well, may be worth uh, our time, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Good for a passel gaming club nights. Yeah, uh, kind of weekdays if you're doing weeknights. Well, thank you very much, uh,
0: Critical Hit. Yeah,
1: Ray. Thanks, Ray. They look good they're nice and sharp um, and
0: we've got one more product from them which we'll review at a different time.
1: yep because now we'll close up with some interviews from the yeah, open from the ASL open add so, one or two on there and stand we'll by sign up enjoy these okay, well, we're here with uh, Brian. Brian introduce yourself, please uh, yeah.
2: Brian Martusas.
1: He and was just telling us he was a, a AM radio disc jockey in college, so he's, he's bringing his his gift of gab. That was just like 10, loud voice. 10 years ago or so, oh, 8, 10 years ago. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah, so, this
2: ASL podcast brought to you by Broken Ground. That's right, Broken Ground. <laughs> <laughs> the, the counters people really love. No, uh, no seriously, no. The morning
1: ASL well, Zoo. Yeah. Well, yeah. Brian was coming by, and he stopped, and he noticed <laughs> that we have a set of counters yeah. from um, Broken Ground, yes. which is Alan Finley? Yeah, Alan Finley. broken ground and he has been sending them to us just to take a preview and to um, uh, of course every time we get something we want to talk about it on the air and Brian walks by and he stops and he looks at those counters and then he tells us that he is well connected sure and
2: the thing the best way you guys play ASL right yes the best way to prove counters is to play them push them around, see what happens. Oh because and, you, and, uh, right. you know it's it's actually you do this and rip out the whip out the chapter H as you go over each counter and you'll learn something every new or you'll remember what you've forgotten such as the Sammas, the 35s. You look at the sammas, you turn them on the back. I knew this but I forgotten. So cause you because it doesn't stick. But if you see right by the radios there's a nine. Well what's that mean? That means he can roll, he can break off and go independent of 2 movement. If he passes the morale check, his morale is nine. And oh, that number okay. is not on the ASL
0: I don't know. Counters. I'm not sure. No, it's not. You would have to get it's, one. It's not. It's not. Right. It's but a, put it's, more mentioned right. Yes, it's, it's mentioned in Chapter well, 8. Yes, it's mentioned in Chapter 8. Well, and In the rules. Right. But Interesting. But,
1: uh, but Alan has put more information on these right. counters.
2: Yeah. And what he also does with his, uh, if you notice, about the fanatic counters, the heroic leaders, the broken leaders. Like, when would you... And I don't remember. When would I have a fanatic hero? If it, maybe he's a hero in a location, can you be? Oh. Can, I mean, can you be a fanatic hero? I think so. I, I don't know, but that's because he has those counters. He so, tells
1: you on there right. all the information. So
2: if you if you ha, if you leader, uh, battle hardens, becomes, uh, becomes a hero, becomes fanatic. One counter replaces all those counters with the stack, and I think right. that's the value. Yes, because as I get old, you know, I want to keep my dexterity. <laughs> uh, man oh uh, let's all say a son of prayer maybe none of us suffer a very That's, challenging yeah um, and I do yeah I don't, we're getting old but uh, actually yeah. yeah, this yeah. but anyway that, I, now I just used that in the game It helped me win the game because I happened to flip over the counter give it a quick look and there it was and how many of you guys remember that those when you were facing the French the AP, uh, Avalon MMP and Avalon Hill do have that? On the counter, the AP depletions. Okay, how yes. many times you forget about it? Yeah. or yeah. maybe you want to forget about doing it the one again
1: no. well, <laughs> well, yeah, <you> that's <laughs> true.
0: And hope nobody notices.
1: So, how did you get connected with Alan? I um, Alan.
2: Actually, this this project is now four years in the making um, because I, I'm, I I coined the expression counter slut. Uh, my my wife looks at me. She teases me. She you know but she supports. She she knows how much this means to me. She calls me a giant baby. <laughs> you know, I said, and what are you going to do with all these with all this stuff? And I said, well, make, it wants me to. May God let me live long, so I can use this. You know. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, toys, 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 and it just I like the aesthetics because uh, I, I loosely been associated with uh, Avon Hill and MMP. Well, not MMP, but Avon Hill, because of my friendship with Bob McNamara
1: and years oh, okay. ago because years ago we're talking decades your name ago. has been on stuff for a long time Yeah, I, I, I have I seen
2: I lead the, AS, I lead the AS world, ASL world and having names on counters oh thanks, thanks to all these yeah. the critical publishers Lone Canuck okay yeah, not BF, the official BF, BF, ones BFP. oh no I'm on the official ones uh, yeah, I have but
1: the, the most was the other guy we interviewed who's going to write the books about ASL Stoller Stoller yeah, yeah Staller, that's yeah. right I haven't seen Jim in a while and uh, he's
2: got this one uh, but it's funny ASL uh, my wife it's an interesting, uh, interesting coincidence. My wife is in China, she's Chinese obviously, visiting her family for the, and make, make, having a reunion with all her friends. Well, this, I'm doing the same thing. This is my uh, reunion. It, yeah, it is.
1: Right? We're, we become family, and uh, it's good to be with people who you share such a thing in common. And we love the history of the game, we love playing the game. Uh, we were just talking to Chris, he was talking about loving the imagination of the game.
0: Right. And right, and right, and it's so a it's a great thing. It's much it's better good. than my regular family, actually, in a lot of ways. Well, I mean, it's a lot more interesting. <laughs> well, well, here's
2: a here's a little sobering uh, thought. Um, well, I'll I'll get back to my 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 conversations are not linear. I'm at, I was at point A, but now I'm at point H. But don't worry, I'll get to point B in a second. But uh, you do you talk,
0: mind Do you mind being on video, by the way? No, bit? Bit? okay.
2: When you talk uh, to some of your friends and you and you go back and you're tossing gates around. You know, like nineteen seventy-eight with Dave Tenard and uh, and Bob and We're saying, yeah, when we first met. We started playing in seventy-eight and we got it. And then we're saying, wow, thirty years ago. Yeah. Do we have thirty years left?
1: No. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's true. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, yeah. But now, how'd you get stuff? So Matt at, at McNamara. At, oh, Matt's awesome. Because you got a lot of history we got to cover here.
2: Oh, that's though oh, I don't know how much you would find interesting, uh, but. Here's, every time I do this, uh, there's a Nigerian proverb in sticks in my head. It says, when an old man dies, a library burns down. Uh, uh-huh. So if you don't get this out there, it's kind of good, I guess. Yeah, we well, were doing the history up. of the game But I met show. I met Bob McNamara at a squad leader tournament at Orange, I think 78. I think it was Westchester, PA, I'm not sure. But I meet him, and he introduced me to his friend. And his friend said, just won the tournament, let's party. And that guy's name was Bill Connor. Okay, here's Bill. Uh-huh. So, and we've been friends ever since. Uh-huh. And uh, so at the time, uh, I don't think Bill was in Youngstown, but uh, Bob lived in Lima, Ohio. And I remember going out, taking the train from Philadelphia to go and play yes. him. And we uh, used to play all the time. And then he got uh, hired on as I uh, am on Hill to continue. Uh, yeah, uh, could he? Uh,
1: would he be willing to be interviewed with us? Bob, back, can you,
2: I would have to give him a call. Um, please do that yeah, would be would, an oh, amazing sure because um, you want to get that stories out but one thing I will say that I talked to Mac and he, Mac has one point that he wants to make clear he wants, he wants to point out he wants everybody to remember how much fun it was and I said to him well how much fun it still is it still is yeah but he and he had a blast and so I, unfortunately sometimes Mac becomes the uh, is like an almost forgotten now but when you look at some roles you say wow I got this situation I never had this situation is Mac smart enough to cover this in the rules. And you go in the rules, boom. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. How did he think to put the situation in the rules? That's yeah. how smart he was. And uh, smart he is. Um, but anyway, getting back to the counters. So 2014, uh, oh, Alan makes great, good maps. He's had maps published with uh, uh-huh. yeah, everybody. He did, did some with Critical Hit. He did, and also did, and if he did the Z maps, 10 to Z. He also has an, un, an unreleased uh, map pack that he sent to me. He's taking, uh, so he's toying with a lot of odd ideas, and then I said, hey, you're a good artist, can you make counters for me? And it's, uh, coincidentally he had another project with someone else, and so in 2014, and I still have some of those counters if you want to take pictures of them, they had the little red BG on them, those were the, the first prototypes, so four okay. years in the making. But I've been, what I hate is when I get new counters. And I look at this beautiful counter, like say I have a beautiful 9 minus 2 liter. Look at that counter. He's broken now. Let's flip him over. Oh, no. There's a dismantled mortar. (laughs) I hate that. So... I, uh, so I promise, that, well, I don't want to ever see, so, no, that with that in oh, mind, okay. and, and
3: I can't say enough,
2: the bigger yeah, fonts. Rich, what do you think? Here. Rich Milkie's yeah. in the well, house. What do you think I of this Rich,
1: want we'll to grab a seat and jump in early? Sure. We, our um, next interview is with Rich and someone else, which is supposed to happen now. Yeah, That's right. I definitely like the bigger, bolder fonts. They definitely help the older eyes know what's going on. I definitely like them better. Wow, and I like the functional counters, so one counter replacing three. And yeah, the, the broken ground ones, they can build in uh, the other counters you put on top. The fanatic So you don't have to put them on and so on. So anyway, Brian, we should probably then uh, say goodbye for now, and you can drop back in later. We can get some more information from you. If you think it's
2: interesting
1: enough. I certainly do. Absolutely, And we really need you to talk to Mac. Manner, right? I mean, that's that'd be huge for the history of the show. And we are fans of everybody. That'd be very big.
2: See, that's one thing about Mac, when you... When your hobby becomes your job, you lose a hobby. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can. can. Yeah, you can okay,
0: anyway. All right, thanks, players. Brian. All right. Thank you. All right, wow. we snagged somebody else. Interesting. Yeah. And next up very glad is Magnus Rimwall. Magnus, very nice to meet you. Nice and
1: meeting you guys. You've made it all the way to Chicago from... Sweden. Sweden, so he's... Yes. But and then, you are our lone international player today? What I did? think I'm. From Europe? surprising for me because
3: Chicago is so accessible. It's the only tournament in the US I can go to with a direct flight. Oh. And yet I'm the only European
1: player. Okay. <laughs> We'd have to advertise more or yes, something you do. like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only tournament with a direct flight. Yeah, that helps. To have no, a I think
3: flight. it's known, but the uh, ASLOC. Uh, Will get a lot of people, despite being in Cleveland. Nothing against Cleveland, but it's not easy accessible.
1: Yeah, we kind of wish they'd move Aslock over here too, combine brave. it with this, and <laughs> then that, because that's a, of course a legendary uh, tournament. Uh, yeah. Again, it's a, become a week-long event, I guess. From. Yes. So. Um, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so you've been out here before to the tournament? And never to this tournament. Oh, you said Well,
3: maybe year. briefly to my ASL background, I'm one of those guys who in the 70s played uh, strategy and Tactics games. Okay. I played Avalon Hill games. I started as squad leader. 99% of it with my future father-in-law.
1: Oh, okay, nice. And,
3: and then uh, due to family and we moved away from Sweden... Uh, I kind of—I uh, think the last game of Advanced Squad Leader was in 1988. Played over mail, which is impossible.
1: Okay. Yeah.
3: And played with my father-in-law at that time, and I stopped due to kids and career and and the fact that you couldn't really play by mail.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like it would be
3: really hard. Yeah, to we do. tried to make a system, but it was so interactive. And then you, it would take literally years to play
0: that. Yeah, and Squad
1: leader and, was fine. Yeah. And for me, a lot of the uh, game is being personally interacting Absolutely. with people. So to do it by electronic yeah. or something else is I'm I'm not you know as much into that. People ask me about Vassal. I'm like, oh, it'd be okay, but I, I'd rather get scattered with people. And well, away. I pay. I play. Do if I'm not Vassel? at
3: a tournament, I do play Vassal because I. um I have nobody to play with in Sweden. There are oh, okay. a lot of
1: Swedes, yeah. but they live
3: in a completely different part of Sweden. Oh, okay, or I, I live in the wrong part of Sweden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you that because <laughs> we've been in contact with some people. I uh, my, my, can't remember offhand. Matthias, Matthias, or, uh, ma, uh, Malcolm Falk,
3: probably. Okay, sounds uh, familiar. Some, yeah,
1: but I think Matthias. Um, I think he was going to. We were trying. I think we were trying to set up an interview with him. Okay. One did our logo. I forget which one. There were several Matthiases actually. Yeah, yeah, there are two, There are yeah. at least two, two Matthiases yeah, in play. Yeah. That are playing ASL. But
3: one of them is one of uh, Friendly Fire fame, who makes the Friendly Fire scenarios. Oh, we need to talk with him. Yeah, yeah, we need to talk he with him. He goes to Aslok, uh, I don't know how often, but he goes to Aslok now and
1: then. Okay, maybe try and meet him. Or we also record in the basement on Skype. Okay. we've talked to... Yes. um, Back when we were doing Hakapale, we talked with Lars... Okay, um, yes. ...on Skype. Yeah. Just calling him. Somehow Jeff can make it all work on the computer. (laughs) Yeah. So then, so yeah, it was your early background gaming, and then... um, So currently you you said your father-in-law, you played a lot with him? I played a lot
3: with him, but then I had a break between 1988 and 2017, basically. Of not So I've only
1: played for a year and a couple of months. Oh, okay. (laughs) So that kind of puts you back in the rookie category. Yes. And how are you doing at the tournament here? Not very well. That's a good
3: <laughs> way to expect it, right? But I, I, no, I'm having a lot of fun. I, um, oh, good. What happened was that I, um, I had retired. Okay. And uh, squad leader was not very high on my bucket list. But by pure happenstance, I saw the tournament uh, supporting fire, which is in Sweden. I saw it was going to happen. And I called the organizers and said, can I just come by? I'm. I'm not gonna play, but I'm. And I got up there, stayed one day, and I was hooked. Thanks to Vassal, I have to say, because my closest component, my closest opponent, is like uh, two hours away. Yeah. Two and a half hours away.
0: Do you Maybe mind if I, I put you fine. on our uh, Facebook live video? That's fine. Okay.
1: And I'll grab a picture. Yes. Oh, good idea. That's fine. So yeah, Jeff's putting us out live. Yeah. There, there's Magnus, for those of you that so, have been listening. They've still been listening, right, even though yeah, we just had started again. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. So. Yeah.
3: And it's, uh, back in the days, we only got basically through Chapter A and B, my father-in-law and I. So, so I had this talking deep. Talking infantry. Infantry only. and uh, terrain, basically. Yes. So I had a lot of rules to learn. Um. But, uh, but I enjoy it, and I compensate the fact that I don't have live players to go to actually quite a lot of tournaments. I'll hit 10 or 11 tournaments
1: this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's just what I'll be doing, too, when I'm retired soon.
0: Now, I assume the there is no Swedish-language version of the rule no. book. So you had to learn from English rules. Yeah, but that and has how been is my...
3: I was over in the states as a young kid as an exchange student, okay. and I've been using English in my professional career for 40 years. Mm. So, for me, that is not an issue.
0: So I've always wondered about that because the language is so in the rulebook is so specific is. and can be nuanced. And I just it's, wondered what you that could was like.
3: Probably, say there is there is certainly a certain filtering yeah. of people depending on the language skill if they even go into the game. Yeah, right. Uh, On the other hand, Swedes, uh, depending on their work, of course. But Sweden is a small country, and if you don't speak English, there's so many careers you can't have. Or it's a prerequisite to speak English because you deal with foreigners, Uh, and nobody else speaks Swedish.
0: Yeah, right. Unfortunately,
3: (laughs) yeah. So, um, so it's um, it's. For me, it's not a major limitation, mm. and for those who play Vassal, I would say in Sweden it's not a major limitation.
0: Yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: And Vassal helps interpret some of the rules for you? No, not really. Not right?
3: really. It just, it, it just checks line of sight and stuff sometimes. Yeah, that that's about the only help you get from it. Okay.
0: So I had to step away for a few minutes. But how how big? Uh, maybe you talked about this. How big is the Swedish contingent? He did say it's too far away from Magnus to it, play. For oh, me, okay. it,
3: well, I, I I meet them at the tournament in Sweden. There's Swe- three tournaments
1: in Sweden. Is it Alpenfestung or no? no that's, that's Switzerland. In Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Switzerland is not a country we lived in for many years. Oh, okay. And it's just, uh, at that time I didn't play ASL. But in the meantime, I found out that Switzerland, I believe, has all of six players. Okay. So. Wow. <laughs> Sweden has maybe hundred. I don't know. Oh, you think so? I yeah. think so. We are. Yeah. Uh, there are many players who are very active. There are three organizers of tournaments. Okay. Um, the tournaments are not as big as this one, but they are like um, twenty. 20? Yeah, f- uh, fifteen to twenty. Yeah, um, and mostly the two of them that I attended last year one had only sweets and the other one had only one foreigner yeah. the third one has them um, for some reason who knows I don't know why because <laughs> I'm relatively new um, get people from rest of Scandinavia Denmark Norway uh, Finland Finland yeah. yeah and then of course you have ASL open in Copenhagen which is the one that's closest to me I'm about two hours from there and there are like 10 nationalities. So that's really the, the European tournament for getting um, a broad base of players coming in. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. And how, uh, do you have an interest in World War II history? Along? I do. Yeah. I've always had, yeah. And how is Sweden for, because uh, Dave and I are talking about when we retire, starting to tour some of the places in Europe. Well, well how Sweden, Sweden, Sweden for... was neutral, right?
3: so we never got into the war. Uh, the state of the uh, armed forces was, at the start, were pitiful. Uh, I would say the reason that Denmark and Norway were um, invaded and Sweden was not, is that we actually supplied Germany with most of their iron ore. Hmm. And that had to be shipped through Norway. Oh, okay. On ships, the so they needed Norway. Yeah. On the other hand, as long as Sweden stayed neutral, they could get the ore anyway. Um, and they didn't certainly didn't want to have us uh, blow up the mines, because then there would be no ore. Ah, right. Okay. okay. So Sweden was able to stay out of the war, luckily enough for Sweden. And um, so, if you're going to take a tour there yeah there are army museums you can you can go and see some fortifications but it's not a major there's been no battle uh, there are no major fortifications um so uh, compared to the Normandy or compared to yeah, yeah any other portion there there's very little
1: yeah but of okay. course there's that Swedish scenario pack um, uh, yeah, I heard about it. Did I don't you, have it. White counters. Yeah, I yeah, got, that I was. I, I assume that's
3: the Swedish uh, volunteers in he, Finland.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, it's the white counters one. I've shown you before. You have. Yeah,
3: okay. It's uh, yeah, they're they white right cobblers. I seen them on eBay, and um, I've seen the price on eBay, so I don't
0: have it. Yeah. Yet. I went ahead and paid the hundred.
1: <laughs> I went ahead and paid the hundred something bucks to a, yeah. a guy who had to sell
0: his copy. Yeah. That I knew. So I'm sure so at, at some point that, I want yeah, to pick yeah. it up. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. If su- you don't, su- ma- my sweetest su- you- su- friend over. You did bring the thing.
1: And now we have Bob in this I'll screen. <laughs> I'm
2: lurk <alerted laughs> over at my sushi. You don't want
1: to. I don't interrupt this. Well, as we we'll are wrapping up, I don't know. Do you want to? Do you have anything else you'd like to
3: add, or stay and talk with Bob? Well, I think one thing that's fascinating, and several, several people here have commented oh, okay. on it, this is my th- third American conference uh, tournament, and I think one different. There is some differences between European and American tournaments. Yeah, that'd be interesting. The uh, European are definitely more formal. Uh, there will be a um, stricter selection of...
1: Uh, he says as Bob is eating his sushi, sushi. with his fingers out of a, <laughs> uh, out of a <laughs> bag from well, the
3: Well, who made adjudicated matches? <laughs> E- even even in Sweden, we eat uh, sushi not with forks, but yeah. it is more formal. It's that weird stuff with the gelatin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but it is more formal. Yeah. Uh, so you have more formal selection of which scenarios. You vote. You have a voting system, typically. Okay. Very similar between the countries, but not exactly the same. And once you voted on what tournament or what scenario you play. Then there is a bidding system for which side, oh, yeah, which like many many levels. Uh-huh, yeah, so yeah, that like sense is it's, it's more formal, um, and I've heard everybody say that uh, they do adjudicate a lot more in in Sweden okay. or in Scandinavia, I should That's say. That's what you were mm. saying,
1: Bob, right? Adjudicate, adjudicate? too many. Yes. Pick up the play. No
2: more adjudication. You both should lose. <laughs> so
3: that, that's a that's a clear difference. Um, otherwise, um, i mean, it's it's obviously the same game. Yeah. Uh, both sides of Atlantic had some fantastic players. As a beginner, I'm just I'm amazed. In a few years I'll come back. Did you win last night? No. Yeah, I was close, but no cigar.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. But after uh, I'm having fun, and I'm sure that after a year and a half, I'll play for several more years. Well, and
1: you, you it, it, and for me, it is always it is about fun. Yeah. I am never going to beat Spilky or Bendis or someday I will <laughs> never beat you, Magnus. <laughs> and it's okay with me. Yeah. You know it is, it, and I always learn. Yes. The thing to play these
0: guys is to learn. Yes, yeah. indeed. Well, it's great. Uh, great you could stop by. And uh, you were here <laughs> on business as well, is that right? Or something uh, brought you no, to the I'm US? here on the
3: private trip visiting friends down in St. Louis. Oh, I
0: see. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's so great that you could work yes. this in. I mean that's amazing. Great. Okay. All right,
1: thank you, Magnus. Again, thank Matt, you. so Thanks great meeting you. you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. when will this be published? Probably not for a month. Okay. We've got episode one ninety seven I'm working on now, then there's one ninety eight is in the can. We already recorded yep. it. Are you a regular gotta record one ninety nine.
0: Are you a regular listener of our show? No. As I showed him. you on the old thing, I have He's downloaded a, it. Oh that was Magnus it, Magnus But I never got into
3: it, it. But I think that'll change now. I'll, yeah, <laughs> you know, I think you will. I think you'll be I'll
0: try to remember to email you when the show. when Publish the show. So. Great, yeah. thank you. So, so probably next month.
3: Yep.
0: Okay. Very good interviews. Again, we had a great time at ASL Open, meeting all those guys. Sure did. Yeah. Well, I think that'll wrap up this show. Thanks yep. everybody for listening. We hope you will come and join us again next time for another exciting episode of the Two Half Squads. But in the meantime, Dave, roll low. Yeah. And answer your phone. And <laughs> and rally well.
1: But not, but not when, not when you're, you're playing us. Playing us. Buh-bye, everybody. Bye, Bye everybody. What's up girl um that's gonna be a problem i hope not i hope i don't have it in my pocket it's got a yellow tag on it uh i have two of the other cars skis in my pocket uh no i don't um look up on my dresser maybe and call me back when we record 203 episode 203